Sports Box. I'm your host, Jude, as always. And today we have, obviously, a podcast about Franchise Tag. And if you didn't know, the deadline for Franchise Tag was on uh, March 5th. It is right now March 7th, so it's two days after. And I got to, you know, reflect on the signings of the Franchise Tag. I'm just going to go through a list real quick of, you know, obviously the players who were, you know, signed to the Franchise Tag. Uh, We're starting off with Demarcus Lawrence, um, defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys. That is his second time being franchise tag. It was worth twenty uh twenty million point it's worth twenty million dollars basically. Frank Clark for the Seattle Seahawks was um a defensive end and he was signed to a seventeen point one million dollar contract. Uh Jadavion Clowney, an offensive outside linebacker, defensive end, was signed for about sixteen million dollars. Uh D Ford, uh outside linebacker for KC, fifteen point four million dollars. Uh Grady Jarrett. Defensive tackle for Atlanta was $15.2 million. So that that's kind of sums up. And if you notice that most of the players that were tagged were def- defense. Defense. And that's going to be the thing this offseason. You're going to notice a lot of defensive players. I mean, even coming out the, the draft this year, there are so many great talents on defense. It is a, it, you know, this is the, the summer of defense, okay? We'll say that. This is the offseason of defense for the NFL. This is, I mean, this is crazy. There's a lot of defensive free agents. There's a lot of defensive talents in the draft. It's going to be, it's going to be a very defensive. So if you don't have a good defense, this is your year, guys. Um, now some players that weren't tagged, and the biggest name, Landon Collins, was not tagged by the New York Giants. They made it official on March 5th. Nick Foles, obviously, that was a little earlier. This offseason, Anthony Barr and CJ Mosley. Now I'm gonna. I chose two franchise tags or not fan or not tag players that I thought was kind of smart, and then, and then for the other ones, um, I just I chose two that weren't weren't the smartest of decisions. Um, so we'll start with this. We'll start with the smart ones. Starting out with D Ford. Now, I think D Ford is a high risk because he only had two sacks two years ago. In 2017, he only had two sacks. This year, he had 13. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to drop immediately and be terrible. But there are is there there is the chance that you tag him and he just doesn't produce. Now, the thing is, I don't know if KC is really going to keep him. I mean, I've heard reports and from Ian Rappaport or other um, outside sources that are I do trust and I they are very trustworthy. Um, that he could be on the market. Pete, he could be on the market. And, I mean, I, I don't see why not. I mean, he has great trade value. It's only $15.4 million for a defensive end. I mean, that's not really asking too much. And he just came off his best year with 13 sacks, 42 tackles, 29 quarterback hits. And he also had seven forced fumbles. I mean, he had a freakish year. Now, he didn't have a spectacular, like, out of this world, like an Aaron Donald year. But, I mean, for a guy who only had two sacks, like, in 2017 to have 13 sacks, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Um, Obviously, you know... I think they're changing the scheme in uh, KC. I think they're switching from a 3-4 um, to a 4-3. So that's going to affect him a little. Obviously, he's an outside linebacker, so he's used to pass rushing. So he's going to have to do a little bit more coveraging. So that's why they might try to trade him. Um, but he was selected to his first Pro Bowl. Great job for him. And, yeah, I just – I do like this. I really do like this franchise tag because it could go either way. You trade him, you get good trade value. You keep him, he's going to – he might do really well. So I do like this. I do like this tag very much. Um, Nick Foles, um, obviously, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Nick Foles, uh, there have been so many emotions about this because some people are very upset he didn't get franchise tag. 
And I, the people who are upset they get franchise tag, I don't see them as real football fans because you got to look at the, you got to look at the money and everything. If they would have franchise tagged him, they would have had to pay him twenty million dollars to keep him as a backup. Now you're thinking, yeah, they would just trade him. But trading him, no team, I don't think, is going to take Nick Foles for a one-year $20 million contract. A team is going to have to pay Nick Foles $20 million. And even if he goes to a bad team, I don't know if he's really worth $20 million. Now, don't get away from the fact that he did win Super Bowl 52, brought the Eagles to their first Super Bowl, won it, beat Tom Brady, and got Super Bowl MVP. Don't forget that. But besides that, I mean, he's been just ordinary. He hasn't, he hasn't. I mean, the games he's played, yes, there's been a few games where he's spectacular. Super Bowl 52, he was out of his mind. But there's other games where he's like, okay, he's he's an average quarterback. I mean, the other team around him makes him better. So, yes, it was smart. I do think it was smart. You don't have to pay him $20 million. And also, I don't I don't know how many teams are going to actually trade for him for a $20 million contract. I mean, that, that just, yeah, that, that that's mind-boggling to me. So... I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting where he goes. I've heard reports Jacksonville is a lead contender to get him, so don't be shocked if he goes to Jacksonville. But once again, I've heard that it's like a multiple year deal instead of a one year deal if it does happen. So that that's obviously the the big the big thing. Now we're gonna get to the the not so smart decisions from NFL teams. Um, no disclaimer that not all of these are just dumb because some of them I would like to let you know not they're not all dumb and most of them aren't dumb. I just put them not in the smartest because overall it's not smart, but there are some like upsides to not giving them a franchise or giving them the franchise, even though it's not the smartest decision. Starting out with Landon Collins. Yes, he was not tapped. Now, I do think this one is more on not the more on the dumb side. I don't think this is really close to the smart side because yes, he had his worst year this year. He had 67 sold tackles, two quarterback hits, zero interceptions. Only played 12 games this season. Only played 12 games. When he played 16 games, the last time he played 16 games, if I remember, he had 100 solo tackles, five quarterback hits, and five interceptions. I mean, I know in like four games, because he only played 12 games, I don't know if he would have got five interceptions, but he missed four games a season. He also was battling an injury throughout the season, so he was kind of banged up. Um, But with Landon Collins, he's just stats can't explain how great this guy is. I mean, he is a force to be reckoned with. I mean... Yes, he might not have all those tackles, but when he tackles, those are important tackles to maybe win games, stop a third down play, or, you know, turnover on downs, or make the big play to, you know, win the game. So, I, I don't think stats really define who he is. Now, obviously, you gotta have better stats. I mean, 67 solo tackles, you are a strong safety. I mean, you should be getting more tackles. But... The Giants just gave away a key piece to their defense. I mean, this guy's the face of their defense. There's no one really else on this defense who you're like, oh, the Giants defense. Uh, you think of Landon Collins ASAP. So, letting this guy go, yes, I know the money's the issue, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're you're losing a big piece in that defense. I just see that that's a that's a that's kind of a big problem for me. Last but definitely not least is Demarcus Lawrence. Now he was tagged uh, for twenty million dollars, and this this came as a sh- not a shocker for some people. Now, DeMarcus Lawrence has threatened to hold out if he gets franchise tagged. Well, the, the Cowboys don't really listen to the media, so they franchise tagged. <laughs> um, this is the problem I have with it, because this is his second year game franchise tag. You had an entire regular season, you had parts of an offseason to have workout. Now, I don't know the exact, you know, things behind this. I don't know the logistics. I don't know what they were offering, what he wanted. We don't know that yet. 
But what we do know is that they haven't made an they've made a few offers, and obviously it's not good enough for him because this guy is your face of your defense. Without Demarcus Lawrence, I don't really know where the Cowboys front seven would be. Yeah, you have Lane Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, but I mean this guy he's dangerous. He is dangerous. So I mean this is this is not good. But I will say, I will say the uplook for the Cowboy fans, he he's not a free agent anymore. You still have him in Cowboys. You know, he's still yours. So you can try to work out a deal. That's the only upside I see of franchise tagging him. He's not a free agent. He's not going to walk. You can still try to work out a deal. Now, if he holds out, he holds out. I mean, that you, you got to work out a deal before. And that, that's going to that's gonna suck. But, yeah, I, I, I do think this is more not on the smarter side. But there is a small upside. You know, he's not a, a free agent. He's not going to leave you. So... That, that is the upside. Thank you guys so much for joining me on today's podcast. I will see you guys Saturday where we talk about some quarterbacks. And I'll let you guys know more on that later on Saturday. Thank you guys so much for joining me on today's podcast. I'm